And we are back. And we just finished watching 2022's Breaking, rated PG-13 with a runtime of one hour and 43 minutes. We caught this on the Stars app. And Showtime. Oh, right. Showtime. Sorry, sorry. So it's Showtime app. And this is written and directed by Abby Damaris Corbin. Also writing credits to Kwame Kwe Arma. This is based on the true story of Brian Brown Easley. Wonderfully, wonderfully played by John Boyega in this. Wow. I just, this was such a heart and gut-wrenching performance for me. I will out myself and say I cried. Yeah. This really tore my heart apart. Yeah, he he, he did a great job playing, he him, playing the character. It made him very, very sympathetic. He felt bad for him. I mean, the whole situation is just awful. Yeah. We, we in this country really need to do better by our veterans. They put their lives on the line. And yet when they come back here, yeah, their opportunities are just shit and... The VA, uh, listen, I'm not trying to whatever, but. They, sh- they should be going beyond. Yeah. They, sh- they shouldn't be letting nonsense like bureaucratic red tape, tape. hinder somebody's ability right. to just get by. Right. I mean, it's they're like messing with yeah. his money, with his livelihood. It's not he, like he's like asking for a lap of luxury lifestyle. He's right. trying to get by. Right. And, and, and all. Because of some bizarre technicality and a, and a snafu and a, and a mistake, and a mistake on the part of paperwork or right, whatever. Right. Cause you find out that the Connie Britton character follows up with that VA lady. And she basically, yeah. she was like, why didn't the VA try to fix this? And the woman didn't even have an answer. Did she? No. And I gotta be honest to me that if, if there was like a shortcoming in the film, it was sort of like the lack of follow through in any of that. It was, I would have liked that, to have heard. Uh, yeah. Cause more. that, that, that scene was like maybe two minutes out of the entire runtime. Right. And, and I feel that like that it, was it a was really sort of like it almost felt story. like it was just chucked in there. Yeah. Yeah. This is based on an article entitled They Didn't Have to Kill Him, The Death of Lance Corporal Brian Easley, written by Aaron Gal, which was published in twenty eighteen. I'll also include this in the blurb, I think is a companion piece to reading more about this young man. This is, again, the story of Brian Brown Easley, again, magnificently, magnificently played by John Boyega. I, I think it's I think it's sort of a crime that sort of certain performances get overlooked. There was, there was a quiet and sad dignity to this. I mean, it, it's weird because throughout the film, he keeps saying, I know that this is my last day. I know that this is my last day. Yeah. And I feel like so many people tried to make that not be the case, and yet again, I, I think, yeah, I, I had I had a feeling that the like certain people in this like believed that it wasn't going to end the way it did. Right, Estelle, mag- Estelle, magnificently played by Nicole Beharry, which we had seen in Sleepy Hollow. I'm still not okay with how Fox did her dirty. Selenus. Leva, who played Rosa Diaz, the other bank employee, and I and I believe this is tagged as Michael Kenneth Williams' last performance. He was Eli Bernard, who is mm-hmm. the, the negotiator, negotiator, but also a combat veteran. Yeah, very um, similar uh, story. To, similar stories between the two, to two, the two men. Yeah, <sighs> I, I this this I needed a moment after this film. Yeah. And then I had you 
sit with me and watch Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> to cleanse the palate. Yeah. But just thinking about this film just really makes my heart heavy. In the month of black history, we try to sometimes look at stories about the black experience. And I'm sure this is not just for black Americans, but all races that have to do with, that have to deal with like this stupid government bureaucracy. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day. And and it carries over. It carries through the, the whole thing because it's like, I want to speak to a negotiator. How long was it before? He actually got on the phone. He with actually him. got on the yeah. phone with the negotiator. Yeah. Everybody was like outside. They're all lining up, getting everything ready. There's just like this this sort of like air of nonchalance about the whole thing right that right. was a really really frustrating Dude, i mean yeah. people's lives are on the line this guy's saying he's got a bomb he's going to blow up the bank and kill all the hostages just, yeah. everybody outside is just like right right got to do it this way got to do it right. that way and seriously i mean even i mean i like i like the I like the negotiator, but even he was kind of had his hands tied was, and, and not only had his hands tied but also was just I guess that's just how it is because yeah. he wasn't really like rushing anybody to get anything done. done. Yeah, the reporter wasn't rushing anything to get any to get anything done. The the nine one one operator. Oh my she god, she was the worst. My god, yeah. I know. I I think we both turned to each other and, uh, during the film and we're like, "What the f?" Yeah, this is. An, I hope this she is, lost her job. This is an emergency, yeah. and it's just sort of like, "Don't worry about it. The people will be on the way soon." Yeah, yeah. Even like it's a bank issue and you the, sh the cops don't show up for a, a fairly long, long time. time like if yeah. he was interested in robbing the bank he could have robbed the bank and left and been yeah. like gone for about 15 minutes before the police even like showed yeah, up yeah. it was it and was that, strange and that was another like the scene where the estelle character basically says to him we're a bank we'll take care of this like we can we can always recoup the money yeah and he's adamant he's like no because like you said if that was my intention, I could have done that yeah. like lo a long time ago. I just want my money. I want what's owed to me yeah. by and the And they're VA. like, well, how much is it? And it's $892. Or, yeah, something yeah. like that. Some Under $900. It wasn't even a grand. Yeah. And it's like, and even in that scene with uh, Michael K. Williams where he's, where he's like, how much is he owed? And he tells him, and he's like, your life is worth more than that. Yeah. But somebody made a different call. I'm sure if you haven't seen it, I'm sure you can figure out how this is going to end up. I will not discuss it, but yeah, and there was a, and you, I know you've you've felt a bit ambiguous about who those people were. Oh yes, yes. Because it, I don't know. I I when you were talking about it, it sort of made me feel a bit ambiguous. But the more I think about it, I, I was like, all right, that, that's this isn't that kind of movie. Those those had to they had to have been associated with one of the many law enforcement agencies that showed up. I didn't ever hear anybody talk to them. I didn't hear them get clearance from anybody. This must have been a side thing because it's it also seemed like the police chief the way he handled it was very under. They the police chief handled it the way the police chief's going to handle it. Right. No comment. Right, right, but that's you what know, I mean. Like, like did you I kill feel that like, guy? No comment. Right, but I feel like. If they were involved with anybody, it wasn't because even the guy that was in the tent talking to Michael K. Williams, like I don't even think he had any like what happened, like you know what I mean. Like everybody yeah. was like, "What's going on?" 
It it felt very strange. Maybe there's some more detail. As you said, it's based on an article. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, I haven't maybe read there, the whole Maybe article. there's some more detail in the article yeah. that explains where this miscommunication happened. Mm-hmm. Who gave the green light? I don't think it was up to the guy. It, that I mean, that sounds like something. Uh, I was raised on movies, and it's always the same thing. Take the shot. It's never just out of the blue that it happens. Yeah, or yeah. at least, but or usually, at least, or at least in the beginning but even of the in movie. In those situations, it's like you have to wait for permission. So it's still like there's so much red tape because things have to happen a certain way, right? So I, I still don't know what to think about that. All I know is that this movie broke my heart because it's. Again, based on a real story of a veteran who went to Iraq and then came back and the system failed him. We as a country failed him. The system failed him. His community failed him. The police failed him. Everyone fails him. And I, I, I really thought it was interesting that the women, the women who had the woman, Estelle, who had a son and she has that speech with him like, I don't. I'm, I'm like tired of shielding my son from these kind of news stories. Don't be another news story. Let me just give you the money. Yeah. Like these people are doing more for him than anybody else. Yeah. I mean, seriously, less than 900 bucks. It, it wouldn't have. It wouldn't have made a dent it, in anything. It, yeah. Yeah. It, that bank's bottom line would not have been affected by it. And I think that's most. why she wanted to do that because I yeah. think. She and not only that, but at least then the bank would be like, Hey, University, hey VA, give us the nine hundred dollars, and then then it would have been cleared Cleared up because a lone man against these these organizations isn't going to get anywhere. You're just you're just another line on a spreadsheet, right? And I mean, not to give away spoilers, but the very end, that last title card, yeah, I'm yeah. It's just when I read that, I I think that even like just. That put me over the edge. I was like, "This is so yeah. not and, fair." And, uh, I mean, yeah, we I, we've heard stories about how the government bureaucracy of the of the the Veteran Affairs Bureau is is doing such a great disservice. Oh, God, and it, it's always like, "Hey, here's some promises. We'll get it fixed. We'll get it fixed." Didn't we see some story where it's like one of the problems is like there's there's two divisions of the Veteran Affairs Bureaus and they're using two different computer systems. Is that and did we see that like on John Oliver? Because I'm so. sure John Oliver and that that's one of the major problems that they can't line up the computer systems because of some sort of bureaucratic <laughs> nonsense. God. So they if they want to like communicate with each other, they have to go into a file system that's like that takes up like an entire warehouse to get the file, which takes like months. Yeah. If ever. Yeah. It, it's, it's crazy in this day and age with the level of, I mean, you could be anywhere in the world and just Google something and find out some random piece of information. information. You could find out what the roof of my house looks like. Yeah. Who owns it? How much who, taxes? Who owns it? Pay. How much taxes you pay? And yet for some reason you can't, Type in some and get the information. Some private's name yeah. and realize, okay, well, he needs uh, his money. diabetes medicine. Yeah, yeah, that's that's crazy. <sighs> Heartbreaking story aside, what did you think? Uh, I thought it was good. There were just certain aspects of it that, um, like the what we mentioned before, the interaction between the reporter and the lady from the VA, that just kind of felt like they were haphazardly tossed in there. Uh, I feel like there may have been. There should have been more to that, but maybe 
they I guess they just wanted to focus on the incident itself and not right. really the aftermath of the incident. Right. Was there an aftermath to the incident? I mean, we get the little the little placard at the end, but it's it's kind of unsatisfying in that respect. Sure, sure. Because there is a bigger story here. Right. And we're just sort of getting the opening act to it. Right, right. Yeah, they, they definitely, it, it, I agree with you. I think the, the focus was definitely that particular day in the life of this young man. I think, I mean, we see snippets, right? In the beginning, he's forcibly removed from somewhere. And then later in the story, you find out from where and I guess why. Mm-hmm. And just little intersperses with talking on the phone with his daughter and his ex-wife. And I think just to build that, that he was very loving, especially when it came to his daughter, his relationship with his wife may have deteriorated, but he definitely, I think he still loved her in a way. Mm-hmm. But I, I think I he was impre- mostly, I got the impression there was also some kind of mental issues he was experiencing. Yes, because she said at one point, have you gone off your meds or something? No, I get, well, yeah, the gone, going off the meds. And there was also the, the, the little bit where he's talking about uh, his brother and that his brother put out a hit on him yeah. for 25 grand and yeah. he's part of some sort of cult. Yeah. And it was, you, you see them texting each other and, and the two bank women. Yeah. Rose is just like, Oh my God, he's crazy. We're going and to uh, die. Yeah. Cause they're up to that point. You think, Oh, he's just has these issues with the bureaucracy of, of the right. VA or, but right. then there's also something more to that. You sure. Know, he, sure. He was legitimately, I guess, Dealing with damaged. Illness, yeah. Yeah, they said that, I think they said he was shot. Yes, what, yes. Did they say he was hit in the head? No, they just mentioned him being shot. No. Yeah. But he's, I felt that throughout his sense of dignity, his sense of morality, like we said, like he could have just taken the money and ran. Yeah, I mean, he just wanted what was, what due, was to him. due to him and what was right. Right. And it, it was, it's, it's just crazy that any sort of little loophole that could have been taken to screw this guy out of his money was taken. That was what that was pretty much the only thing I got out of that tiny scene between the reporter and the the VA lady. And the VA lady. It was just, oh, we when when this happens, we have to do this. Yeah. And it's like, no, you you shouldn't right. have to, to do, do this. That, that right. shouldn't be policy or procedure or anything. And if if it is, you should change that. And if it's a mistake, you should bend over backwards to, to fix, fix it. it. Right, right. But we don't really get much of that. Like I said, this this definitely feels like the first part of a bigger story. Yeah. I wonder if anybody else followed up. I mean, the article is from 2018. This movie is from 2022. Mm -hmm. So some time has passed. I guess we'll spoil it. At the end, the VA still hasn't done right by the family and given them the money that they're owed. So it's it's sort of demoralizing and upsetting. And I felt like Brian's biggest thing was he didn't want to be homeless because I think that was almost like... Yeah, and like they're just like, oh, here's a brochure. Yeah. Homelessness get, and you. And and get in the back of this other line yeah. now to, to so deal you, with you that. you wait like three hours for them to basically say, uh, okay, you're homeless now. Yeah. We can't really do anything to help you. Oh, God. Yeah, it's no wonder he went crazy. It is upsetting. I, I mean, I still, I mean, even though, even though we watched this other film, I still just thinking about it is just upsetting to me. But like I said, I, I feel just judging the film on its own. I feel it, it feels incomplete to me. I mean, it was a whole 
runtime, but mm-hmm. it feels like there was a lot more story there that could have been delved into. Could have been delved into. Fair enough. Fair enough. I enjoyed it. It was a gut punch, but I I I understand what you're saying. I think it would have been nice to have seen sort of a more an overall picture of everything here. Mm-hmm. But I think again, I think it was the filmmaker's intent to just focus in on this one particular day. Yeah. And all the things that conspired to sort of lead up to this one particular day. I don't know if there's anything else to say about this. I mean, it's a, it's a good film. It's yeah, really it's, good performances. John Boyega is just amazing and heartbreaking. Yeah. Heartbreaking. I mean, he there is mental illness involved. You see his sort of manic he kind of turns very quickly. But in spite of all of this noise that keeps pushing him down, he still has the wherewithal to treat everyone kindly and with respect. Yeah. And I thought that that was another big thing. And I, I just, my heart breaks for this young man. One to ten, what would you give this? I'd probably give it like a six. A six. I'm going to give it an eight. I think from where it starts to where it ends, I understand what you're saying. I think that there could have been more filling in of the gaps, but I think that, again, I think the filmmaker's intention was to really focus on this particular day with just a little bit of why this gentleman wound up in the situation he was in. It is absolutely heartbreaking. It is devastating. John Boyega gives such an amazing performance here and is just... I never heard about this film. Me neither. I I saw it, I think, being played on Showtime. I think I caught the last third of it, and I was very interested in watching it. This is Black History Month. Uh, This is a story about a a young black man, again, being disenfranchised and being neglected in spite of the fact that he was making the ultimate sacrifice for this country comes back and then it's almost like he's cast aside and forgotten and he didn't want to be and he just he just like you said just wanted what was what was owed to him and what was right yeah six i'm gonna give it an eight if you can absolutely go check out breaking from 2022 again it is rated pg 13 there's nothing i mean there's not like gratuitous violence or anything in it, right? There's, there really isn't. There any, isn't, there any, isn't violence. any violence. I mean, there's the threat of it. Yeah, uh, he gets roughed up. He gets roughed up. You you see a bit of blood, um, but you don't see any. Like it's not like yeah. There's there's no there's no beatings or yeah. And there's one tiny flashback of his time in the Marines, but that also the, is it's just ba- it's very basically quick. just him running across. A field with a bunch of other guys in a helicopter. Right? Yeah. There's nothing yeah. war, there's no explosions or anything. This isn't that kind of movie. Yeah, yeah. It's it's very, I guess, uh, drama, right? It's dramatic. Mm-hmm. And, uh, again, based on a, a real-life event. <sighs> Sad. Sad. Again, yes, if you have the Showtime app, you can check it out there, or it might be to buy rent on Prime for $1.99. Okay. 
And that's it from us. And we will come back with another review soon. Good night. Good night.